Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Preseason episode one with Kevin Jones. That's right. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter. Tweeting on Twitter. You can find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook. You know? Still on Facebook? Your parents on Facebook. Anyways, there's a podcast page for Unreasonable Doubt on Facebook. Find it. Hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. You heard me right on two fronts. First front. We're in the preseason. Official basketball practices have begun in Morgantown. The the gang's all together. Huggins said in the first press conference that half the team is hurt. <laughs> but we're not worrying about that today. Hey, the only other thing I'll say this episode about preseason, current team, Issa Mod, contract year shape. The man has lost some LBs. He looks ready to play. I'm excited. I'm also excited for the second thing I said in the intro. Kevin Jones is on the podcast. He's the guest today. He was my he was on my dream guest list. Take a guess why he'd be on my dream guest list. That's right. One of the best players on the best WVU basketball team in my lifetime. The 2009-2010 Final Four team. That Kevin Jones. Since then, he's played in the NBA. He's played professionally overseas. This summer, he represented the United States. He played on the national team. Uh, He's going to continue to play basketball in the future, and somebody's going to pay him. So I'm excited to see what happens next for Kevin. He also, he does that, and then he also hosts a podcast with guys you've heard of as well, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers. Those guys host the Final Forecast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, most places you find podcasts. They recently set up a YouTube channel. It's a great listen. It's it's not for kids. Some adult conversation, but it it ranges from silly to serious. It's not all about basketball, so definitely listen to that. Without further ado, here's my interview with Kevin Jones. All right, Kevin Jones, welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Thank you, thank you. Good to be here. I'm I'm thrilled that uh, you took some time to join me this evening. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. My pleasure. All right. So, listen, I'm a WVU fan. That's what my podcast is about is WVU basketball. Your senior season in 2012, you went 20 points, 11 rebounds. It's an amazing year. And when you look at the list of, like, where your stats was at compared to other WVU basketball seasons, it's a short list. It's like Jerry West – and Hot Rod Hunley, yeah, and Rob Thorne. So when I when I name those names, and Kevin Jones is on that list. So when I say that, yeah. what what does that feel like to be on a list with the guy who's the logo of the NBA? 
Man, uh, man, it, it's it's a great honor, great uh, pleasure. It just um, it just attributes to the hard work that I put in during that season and just throughout my career in general, and um, just to be on the same list as two of the statues in front of the uh, in front of the Coliseum, man, uh, is is no better feeling than that. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, this is just a weird nerd question for me. Do you watch highlights of the 2010 Big East tournament? All the time. Okay. <laughs> All the time. All so the I'm time. not the only yeah. one. I didn't know since you experienced it, if you if you went back. I guess you didn't see what was going on on TV. Yeah, and um in the in the practice facility they have like a little movie um theater uh side of the practice facility where they have um each high, highlights from each season. So I I go by there every once in a while and stop back and watch different highlights from different seasons. So <laughs> I yeah, I, I like I like watching those highlights. The highlights are always better when you're on the uh, when you're on the winning side of them. Right? Oh my yeah. gosh! And it's I know it's at least a couple of times a year. I'm watching specifically the intros, uh, and I don't know how much you. Re- I mean, you watch it like I do. So Biggie is used to bring both teams out. Yeah, Georgetown comes out the dead wrong. And I was like, uh-huh. ah, that's I didn't. And of course, I'm biased. And then, yeah, WVU hypnotize comes on, and yeah. I'm overly excited. Did, did you <laughs> all have any input on the music on that? We had no idea what was going to be played. <laughs> so when you we heard no that, were, were you were you? Did you all get amped? Were you excited? I mean, we were already in just being in the uh, Big East championship game. But, yeah, it definitely was a different level to hear Biggie. You know, Biggie's from uh, Brooklyn, New York. And most of the guys that we had on the team was either from New York or New Jersey. And um, just to hear that coming out and hypnotized as well, this, that song kind of, well, at least for me, it kind of got me in the, in the groove of the game and just, you know, I, and kind of relaxed. It kind of made me feel relaxed a little bit too. So right, uh, I mean, yeah. if if you all did get to choose, and they said you can, we're doing Biggie, pick a song. Would it? I feel like it would have been hypnotized, just having no frame of reference. If you had to guess, what would the team have picked? That they said you got the Biggie catalog. What what song would you choose? Man, that's tough because Biggie has a lot of great songs. Like if you, if I heard Juicy, I think if I heard Juicy, I'd get even more excited. But like second yeah. for me is Hypnotize, but it just felt yeah. Right. Listen, Ju- Juicy is good. Juicy is good. My see, my personal favorite is Sky Is the Limit, mm. but I don't think that would have worked. That wouldn't have worked out on that <laughs> stage. But my my personal favorite, my personal favorite of Biggie is Sky Is the Limit. But I Ju- Juicy or Hypnotize, I think either one would have did would have did good for me. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if Sky's the Limit works. Yeah, no, Sky's the Limit <laughs> definitely doesn't work. That's just that's just a personal favorite right. of mine. That's great. Yeah. All right, so on that team, uh, and one of my favorite players of all time, besides you, Cam Thurman. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the best Cam Thurman story you can share on a podcast? Oh, man. Oh, man. Cam Thurman story. Man, there, there's a there's a lot for me. I I think it it had to have been, and I think this was during the Big East tournament when we won it. Was um <laughs> this has to do? I mean, it, 
all by himself and missed a wide open layup. <laughs> and I can't remember which game that was, but Cam. Cam is the, I would say Cam is the type of player. Cam is a very high basketball IQ, one of the highest basketball IQs that I've been around as as a basketball player. But, you know, Cam can have those little slip-ups that, uh, like the one I just mentioned, and then come back and, you know, have get a great block or or get a huge rebound for us. So Cam was just one of those guys, man. He can can make a great play for you uh, at any given moment, but he also could be on Shaq and the Fool. (laughs) <laughs> at any given moment as well. So, but that's my guy, man. Cam Thurman is my guy. I mean, just every everything like the IQ comes out always in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Things that don't show up on the stat sheets. He he was like that guy for me. Like I can't think of another player like that where like just comes off the bench and yeah and just fits right in and does things that helps the team win. He was amazing. Yeah, he was. He was the ultimate, I, I would call him the ultimate, like, glue guy for our team because he knew his role, he knew his uh, limitations, and he didn't want to do or try and prove anything after that. He just wanted um, us to win, so he, he did whatever he could to help us win, and, and we loved him for that. That's awesome. Um, yep. Speaking of teammates, uh, when you was with Cleveland in 2013, you were on the roster with uh, Kyrie Irving. Yep. What was your impression of him on the team? I mean, first pick number one in his draft, mm-hmm. amazing talent. But, you know, you was with him early on in his career, just like you were a rookie. Yeah. What did you think? What was your impression of him when you was on the roster with them? And when you're watching him in the finals in game seven, make the game winning shot, was, did that shock you or based on your experience? Or are you like, yeah, I play with that dude and – I know that that's what kind of level he can go to. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I knew that. Like he, the first, my first impression of seeing him, he was a supremely confident uh, basketball player. And I, and sometimes it seemed like he would try moves during the game that should be tried in practice. <laughs> and, and it was so crazy that he can use his left hand just as good as his right hand. He's he's just like a honestly he's he's kind of like a basketball prodigy like he he just does stuff that you're thinking that is no way that somebody can get away with that if I tried that it would it's gonna roll off my foot going out of bounds somewhere but like his his um his his swagger and his confidence in himself is is great and um for me I I was there it was his second year my first year. And um, you can see the talent. It's just the fact that we were a young team. We were losing. You know, we weren't on the map. So nobody really got to see him as much as when LeBron came. So when LeBron came, I think it it raised his game to a new level. But he definitely he always had those. He always had those tools and those skills. Can you can you think of a better ball handler like period than Kyrie I, Irving? I really can't. I can't. I really can't. I I can't think of anybody. It's, and I think it, it's not only his, his ball handling, I think it's, it's like his body control too. Like, like the moves that he, that he does, like I said, it just seems like it's moves that should be tried like during practice and shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like, right. It, it, it's crazy the things he can do with a basketball. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, you worked out this summer in Morgantown with, uh, with some of the alumni as well as some of the guys on the current team. And I don't know what the rules are are on this, so tell me if I'm out of bounds. But can you share any thoughts on what you saw with guys on the team 
during the summer? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, not not to get too in depth, but um, I seen a lot of guys, uh, a lot of guys putting in a lot of work this summer, and um, the team is young but very talented. Um, I think uh, the bigs are going to be a big part of the offense where it was more um, guard oriented the past couple right. of years. But I think the bigs are going to uh, be a lot, a lot of focus on them this year. You know, between Sags and um, Derek Kohler and um, and uh, uh, the new new kid Andrew Gordon. I think bet- between them three and and of course uh, you have Logan coming back, which he played well for them last year too. I think right. between between those four guys, I feel like you have a legit, you know, four fours and fives. And I think it's probably one of the biggest teams that Coach Huggins has had in a while. So I think right. the, definitely the front court will be one of their strengths. And of course, you have Issa coming back in Lamont, and um, the the guards are you know more the younger, more inexperienced players. But I think they'll adapt quickly. And um, yeah, I'm expecting a great season from them. I'm excited for Andrew Gordon. I mean, and I don't know Andrew Gordon. All I have is social media and what <laughs> I've read. And the guy, the guy, he, he's he's one of the like just an interesting person. Like kind of funny, but definitely seems like he can dominate on the court. I'm I'm excited for the Andrew Gordon uh, experience. Yeah, I th- um just just uh, meeting him and being around him. He's he's a, a confident player as well. You know, he, he really uh he really believes in himself and you know, he you know, just being around him and hearing him talk, he he really wants to do well here and he looks like he's willing to put in the work that it takes to do well. So um I'm I'm excited to see him out there too against um uh some live competition. So it, it should be a great season for them. Fantastic. Now you are a fellow podcaster. You do a podcast with Deshaun Butler and John Flowers, the final forecast. Yes. Um I really enjoy listening to it, uh, and it's not basketball. I mean, there's some basketball on there, yeah. but you guys go everywhere with topics. It gets silly. It gets serious. Sometimes you get really deep. Um, yeah. what, what do you think of, the, of the po- being a podcaster so far? Um, I like it. Uh, for me, I, I said this on a couple uh, different interviews and, and some, of our, um, some of our episodes that for me, you know, I'm not – I'm not the most outgoing person. So for me, the podcast is a chance to get people to know, you know, the, the me outside of basketball, you know, that I do have right. opinions on things and, and I, I can be just as goofy as anybody else. And, and it's, it's just pretty much a locker room talk between us three. We're really good friends. We, uh, we work out together during the summer. We spend a lot of time uh, around each other. So these are the conversations that we have on a daily basis is just now that everybody, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm privy to those conversations. Yeah. Everybody I'm, is kind I'm, of looking. I'm listening to you all talk and it does, it feels like a fly on the wall. Like you would be having this conversation without the mics. Exactly. Exactly. So, and that's what we want to, we want to make it natural. We wanted to make it, you know, organic. We didn't want to force, uh, well, we, which we don't have to force because we're around each other all the time. We enjoy each other's company. So we don't really have to force the, the chemistry. But, um, yeah, we, we just try. We don't try to offend anybody. We just give our, our personal opinions on things and people like it. And we just try and do it in a in a humorous way. Yeah, I love it. I'm a yeah. big fan. Thank um, you. So, okay, the rest of these are rapid fire questions. 
you've traveled all over the world to play basketball, mm-hmm. which is amazing. The country you've been in that that's had the best food, what would it be? Spain, for sure. Spain. Yeah, when I was I was in Spain, I had some. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, paella. Yeah. yeah, paella. They have the best paella anywhere. I I would say Spain. I love I love Spanish food. And you're a seafood guy, I'm guessing. Yeah, and I'm a seafood great. Uh, yeah, shrimp, um, clam, whatever. I'm 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 that guy. So, how how close was Russia to Spain as far as food wise? <laughs> very 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 far. I mean, I enjoyed some things about Russia too, but very far sure. from for for me for uh food. All right, Kevin. So, uh, last el- last album you listened to beginning to end. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. Last album I listened to beginning to end. I would say uh, Travis Scott's new album, um, Astro World. Right. Yeah. What'd you think I of listened that? to it. Uh, I liked it. You know, I don't like the whole twenty songs thing. I I think there's too many songs for an album, but I, a good 12 to 15 I can deal with, but uh, I think 20 is kind of overkill, but I like the album overall. Okay. Yeah. What's your thoughts on auto-tune? So I guess you're, you're good with auto-tune to an extent. I'm good with auto-tune. If it sounds, if it sounds, if you, you gotta have some, if you're going to use the auto-tune, you gotta have some kind of singing talent or some kind of, you know, way to hold a, like a harmony or something, but you can't just be like auto-tune can't just, totally be your voice i i don't believe in that right now, yeah. Travis scott is he's one of the better ones but it some people in auto-tune in their hands is not exactly not the best thing yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i blame okay. t-pain okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah um you're you're a wvu graduate i'm sure people ask you who are not from west what you think of West Virginia? What do you tell them your, your favorite thing is about the state of West Virginia? Well, I always tell people West Virginia is like a second home to me. I actually, I live in Morgantown now during the off season when I'm not playing um, ball. And um, just the people here, man, just the embrace that you get um, when, when I'm either walking around somewhere, going to eat or um, going to a tailgate or something like that before a football game is just the embrace and the appreciation they have for you, you know, representing their state and, and representing their um, teams. You know, we're, we're kind of like the professional teams here. So um, people, some people uh, look up to us. So just, just that love and appreciation we get is, is what I enjoy best. Awesome. Uh, two more questions, and I really appreciate your time this evening, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the episodes of Final Forecast, you talked about uh, uh, trying out for Family Feud. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you the rule of WVU teammates, Family Feud. Mm-hmm. You're trying out. Uh-huh. I'm assuming Deshaun and John Flowers are going to make the the family. Don't assume. Don't Ooh, assume. Okay. Nah, okay, I'm so just mad. With... <laughs> nah, <yes. laughs> nah. So let's 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 throw them in. Who? What are the two other guys that you played with here in Morgantown would make would make the the family to to go play the feud? Hmm. I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna think outside the box. I'm gonna go with Coach Huggins as one of the. Ooh. As one of the people, 
And my last one, hmm. I need I need somebody that's gonna bring some enthusiasm to to the game. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I'm gonna bring Cam Cam Thurman. Oh, Cam Thurman! Yeah, I'm bring Cam Thurman. I need I need his I need his IQ. I need his IQ on the team. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's that's an amazing five. I think y'all would win. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. We have a great shot. All right, last question. I ask all of uh, the folks that join me on the podcast. You're in an elevator, and you're not alone. You step on the elevator. How do you act in an elevator? Are you are you small talking up people? Are you a press the button and look at the numbers and get off the elevator? When you're in an elevator with other people, how do you handle it? Uh, I'm gonna press the button. I'm gonna press the button and look at the numbers. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Elevators aren't necessarily my thing. So you know, I, it, you know, it, it gets you where you need to go, but. For me, the the quicker I can get off an elevator, the better. So I'm I'm gonna press the button and look at the numbers. You're the <laughs> and, you're I'm like that, and you you're the first one to answer it that way. It's like, yeah, this is a business trip, and yeah. I don't I don't want to engage. No offense. Yeah, exactly. Get on, get off. Let's move about our day. Because every time I've tried the small talk route, it goes really bad. Have you exactly. ever Have you ever tried to step? Yeah, out of the I'm not time? a I'm a horrible small talker. I'm a horrible small talker. If I if I don't know you and like and you kind of come off to me as like weird when we're talking, I just kind of shut it down. I'm not, I'm a horrible <laughs> I'm a horrible small talker. My my wife gets on me all the time about that. But, oh, that's yeah. fantastic. That's so funny. Well, that's it, Kevin. Uh, you were on my dream guest list because, of course, you're one of the part of the you're a big part of the best sports moment in my lifetime. That 2010 season, season, I'll never forget it. You play basketball with joy and excitement, and you're one of the best guys to ever put on a WB uniform. So thank you uh, for taking the time, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And, and uh, yeah, I, you, you got a good thing going. I appreciate it, and I look, for, look to hear uh, more from you and your podcast. Uh, I'm going to keep pushing, man. So thank you so much, Kevin Jones, for joining me on Unreasonable Doubt. All right, no doubt. All right, take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. I can't believe that happened. Again, big thank you to Kevin Jones for joining me. You can find Kevin on Twitter at KevJones5. On Instagram at Kevin Jones 5. And again, Final Forecast. You can find them on social media at Final Forecast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check them out on social media. Check out the podcast. That happened. I can't believe it. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify, Overcast. CastBox, Radio Public, all the platforms. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review. Those are nice things to do. I told you last time that there was going to be player profiles. We're doing it next time. Unless I talk to somebody else. <laughs> then we'll, we'll get to all the player profiles. It's a very popular segment. We'll talk more about 
some news. News is finally coming out about the team since they're practicing. People are talking. We'll get into all that before they tip off in November. But until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2018-19 season is 0-0.